0: Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert Tina Mitchell.
1: Welcome to the Money Hour on 1150 a.m. KKNW, the Saturday, February 12th show just a little bit before Valentine's Day. I should have worn red for those of you that are watching uh, on video. Uh, You can also listen to uh, the podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch my show on our YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I am here to answer an Questions or connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at 855 41150 Again, that's 855 41150 or online at the moneyhour.com. And now the lineup for today's show will be having a panel conversation with my two guests, Brianna Marshall of Urbanology and Tal Slotnitsky. R. Love. I'll also be having a conversation with Rihanna, uh, budgeting entrepreneurs and cannabis, and my followed conversation with a tall, unique Valentine's gift idea for you. Also, if you're watching the show on the Facebook premiere or YouTube channel, I would like to introduce you to my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi
0: there, Tina, and a big heart to you. Oh,
1: that's so special. Yeah. And also my marketing director, Becky.
2: Hello there.
1: Thank you, Benny and Becky. I definitely could not do the show or anything else that I do without both of you. So really appreciate uh, everything that you do behind the scenes to make this happen. Great information and great guests in the show today. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online at moneyar.com. And now we'll start out the show today with a little bit of money chat. Money money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. We have seen a lot of red in the market. Mortgage backed security and the stock market's trading lower this week on the heels of highly anticipated consumer price index report for January. And it feels like we're back in 1982 because this is the hottest reading since then. The headline all inflation number rose six tenths of a percent in January, and year over year number went from 7% to seven and a half percent, this is what I've been saying could happen, that we could be reaching a seven and a half percent inflation. Now, the core reading, which strips out volatile food and energy prices, was also up by six-tenths of a percent, and the year-over-year number went from 5.4 percent to six percent. So, the seven and a half and the six percent on inflation is the hottest reading in about 40 years. Now there is also some components here that discuss rental prices, and this has been a lager compared to some of the other rental indexes that we get, like Apartment List and CoreLogic, which is showing eighteen percent rental increases over the year. This one moved up a bit. The rental index went up five tenths of a percent, and that pushed the year-over-year number to three point eight percent. Obviously an extremely hot inflation reading. And as I mentioned, we are getting close to the peak of inflation. Now, I do believe that next month we're gonna be uh, seeing a reading for February. You'll actually see the apex in the inflation of the numbers that we will be replacing at about four-tenths reading next month for the year-over-year numbers. If we see another number around six-tenths of a percent, guess what? We could see the year-over-year go from seven and a half percent up maybe to 7.7%. But after that, the comparison starts to get much more difficult. I do believe that we will see inflation start to come down, especially with the Fed stepping up in March to hike interest rates. Now, speaking of the Fed, of course, there's been some different expectations after the hotter than expected inflation reading, the Fed futures is showing that there is a 54% chance that the Fed rate hike in March is not only going to be a quarter basis points, but possibly 50 basis points. So that would certainly be a bit of a shock in the equity markets, but it would do some good things as far as curbing inflation. Now, do I think that the Fed will be hiking 50 basis points? I think it's going to be pretty tough have to do so. Now this week we did hear from some of the fed members uh, Loretta Mester who is a voting member said that she thinks that the fed should hike by a quarter basis point but she also said something interesting on the fed balance runoff sheet. She stated that she thinks that the Fed should actually be selling mortgage backed securities and she thinks that they would move most of the holdings into treasuries and away from mortgage backed securities. We will have to see how this all shakes out. This stuff is really important because when the Fed hikes rates. Counterintuitively, it curves inflation on long-term rate like mortgage interest rates. And they usually respond by moving lower. But when the Fed reduces their balance sheet, that is usually bad news for mortgage interest rates. We will have to see how this all plays out as well and how the Fed walks the tightrope here trying to curve inflation, but also not upsetting the stock market too much. And that is this week's Money Chat. Coming up next to the Money Hour panel conversation with my two guests, Brianna Marshall of Urbanology and Paul Slotnitsky of r.love right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: You are listening to the money hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, February 12th show, a couple days before Valentine's Day. You can also listen to my podcast, Facebook premiere show, or you can catch the show on the show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on any of my upcoming events, you can go to Tina I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about how to make money save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family if you are hearing my show at a different time or day you are listening to a rebroadcast i'm here to answer any questions or more importantly to connect you with the two guests that i have on the show today please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, panel conversation with Brianna Marshall of Urbanology and Tal Slotnitsky of r.love right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you to the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Tal, how did I do with your pronunciation of your last name?
3: It was, it was, it was a roller coaster ride, but I think you got us there.
1: Okay, good. Go ahead and say how it really should be pronounced.
3: Zlat- Zlatnitsky.
1: There you go, nitsky. We'll see how I do the rest of the time I make the introduction for you. We're really excited to have both of you on the show, and I, I really like the panel conversations. and an opportunity to uh, to hear from both of you, a uh, different perspective on questions, and our guests to get to know you a little bit more before we go into your individual interviews. Before we do that, I would like to make an introduction with your bios. So, Branna was born and raised in New Jersey, where she co-owned an organic CBD company called urbanology. She graduated from Stevens Institute of Technology in in New York, where she completed her biomedical engineering degree and further her education with an MBA. Uh, Brianna has worked in the cannabis industry for four years with experience in research, manufacturing, sales, education, outreach, and customer service. She is an avid networker and travels across the tri-state area, meeting like-minded people and building strong networking. In her free time, Brianna has a love for all things culinary and is a foodie at heart. So again, uh Brianna, very excited to uh to have you here. And then a little background about Tall is a successful six-time startup, entrepreneur, angel investor, and founder of chief executive officer of R.love company. With its Um, product launching on February 14th. Valentine's Day. 2022, r.love is a love and relationship wellness technology company that empowers maximum love, connection and relationships through fun and insightful digital experience based on proven science and technology. Uh, so excited to hear a little bit more about both of your uh, businesses and your interv- in, uh, individual interviews. So, Brenna, let's go ahead and start with you. What life experience brought you in to
2: your lineup? of work. Awesome. So I participated in athletics through high school and college. And um, during my time, I got a severe back injury. And after going to the doctors countless times, um, it was how much can I prescribe you? Now we're going to get you better, this type of thing. It was pain pills, anti-inflammatories. And honestly, after taking the pain medication, I was in a fog. I wasn't able to function. I wasn't able to thrive at my academics. Um, It was kind of just not what, what made sense in my life. Um, So that was the first step into realizing that I need to create organic solutions to these types of problems.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I just really love how uh, people's tragedy in life. A lot of the times connects directly to what they're doing now, because you had this big why and of what you needed. And that brought you to a great place, so much so that you were able to uh, open a business. So I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, Tal, how about for you? What life experience brought you in to your line of work, at least the line of work that we're talking about today?
3: Sure. So, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've experienced this country from uh, the uh, starting point of being an undocumented immigrant all the way to standing in front of the White House, uh, speaking to the White House press, uh, on behalf of the Obama administration when I was uh, in, in 2012, so about 20 years later. Um, and and yet, what I came to believe in 2020 and leading into 2021, as I was watching our country not be at its best, we are not uh, each other's friends, we are each other's foes, and that is a problem. Uh, I see this country as as an incredible place, probably in ways that Native-born Americans take, for granted and uh, that caused me a lot of pain especially January 6th and seeing us essentially quite literally uh, attack each other physically and uh, it made me sick and I realized uh, you know I have uh, the opportunity based on my previous uh, career experience and my knowledge of technology and my connections and the fact that I've had success um, I had the opportunity to go do something about it and I realized that that thing to do was not what I had been doing, which was donate to political causes um, and political parties. And uh, it, that wasn't working. If anything, our country's worse off than when I started doing that. Um, and I'm not blaming myself, let it be clear. But I, I wasn't being impactful. And I wanted, I wanted to be impactful. And uh, I ultimately landed at love for personal reasons and professional reasons. Personally, I hadn't been successful at it. I had a 20 a year marriage that ended. I'm, close friends with my, my ex, we we but we did not do marriage well. And so I really cared about love, and I was really interested in the topic of love. And I was studying it, and I I was amazed to discover that the science of love is actually crystal clear. It's the execution. It's the accessibility of that information in the 21st century that's not clear.
0: Yeah, We're yeah. not
3: reading books. I, I may have a lot of books behind you, but that's not what people do. They go to yeah. their phones. And good, reliable information about how to do love well is just not that accessible. The yeah. other piece is that I, I I realized that if I wanted to do something to bring us closer together, maybe the last place that is uncontroversial, uncontroversial is love. It doesn't matter whether you're, you're, you're uh, Republican, Democrat, independent, black, white, sure. gay, straight. It doesn't matter. We all want to love better. We yeah. all want to be loved better. Yes. And that is what prompted me to say, you know what, let me create a company to help us love each other more and better. And I'll start, you know, in the home, And hopefully ripple out from there.
1: Yeah, and we'll go into more detail about that uh, with our in my interview inter, individual interview with you. And yes, if we can if we can have love for ourselves, then we're able to love outside of our home. But if we're not happy first, it's really difficult for us to be happy uh, for our community, and that's what causes all of the um, everything that's going on in the world for sure. So, uh, Brianna, what is the single most important reason that you see success in your business?
2: Right. So um, the market for this type of product is everlasting. And in that fact, it's growing. So people are always going to be suffering from pain. They're going to have inflammation. They're going to suffer from anxiety, depression, and insomnia. Um, so with that being constant and growing, the single most important reason that I believe that we're going to succeed is the quality of our product. You know, not only are we responsibly sourcing all of our ingredients, but we, we care and we handcraft each one of our products um, and we believe in the product. So the, that type of quality um, standalone is going to make us a successful company.
1: Yeah, that's great. And you can you can definitely hear your passion when you're uh, sharing uh, the passion for what you're doing for the business and the company and how you're helping your community uh, for your from your product, which is uh, amazing. Uh, Tal, how about for you? What is the single most important reason you see success? Can't say in this business yet because it's just launching on Valentine's Day, but you've had multiple businesses. And so what is your key to success?
3: Yeah, I I actually I want to an answer to the place uh, from the standpoint of our love because we've been at it for about a year. Okay. We've done a lot of research. Uh, we we've done national surveys with SurveyMonkey. Um, we've done focus groups uh, for about six months, and so we we feel like we have a lot of information. And I can tell you the two data points that I would I would present as evidence that this is a very good time to do this. Uh, one is that according to a study that was released by Psychology Today in 2019, only 10% of marriages qualifies being both healthy and happy, Uh both healthy and happy. So a vast majority of us are neither healthy nor happy. Uh, And that is, as you said, probably a factor, at least a serious contributing factor to why we're not doing well writ large. Yes. The other is a hopeful statistic. I can, in, in the survey we conducted, I asked the question, that I thought would tell me everything I needed to know about whether there was a marketplace for what I was trying to build. The question was this, prioritize your life, organize it in a way that makes sense to you and tell us what is the most important thing to you. Nearly 60% of people in relationships rated their love for their significant other and their relationship with their significant other as their number one priority. And another 23% placed in their top three priorities, so in total, eighty plus percent of Americans. And again, we were. I, that's one of the beautiful things about this company, is that I'm not finding a lot of people that don't agree. Uh, yeah. Eighty plus percent of us want to do this better. Yes. And we need a little help, and that's what our dot loves about to try to help. Yeah. So, uh, you know, scary, yeah
1: scary, so you know, scary. Yeah, scary stats. So you know, eighty percent really. This is a top priority for for them, and only ten percent are healthy and happy. Um, so what a, you know, what uh, what stats for sure show that uh, what you're launching is definitely uh, needed for our world. So looking back, uh, what is one thing that you would have done differently in your business and why? Brianna, what about you?
2: So one thing I would have done differently, of course, like as a young entrepreneur, there's tons of learning experiences and just getting that experience and you learn the ins and outs of things. Mm-hmm. One thing I would have done differently is that when we were buying things and we were calculating all of these margins and figuring out how to do everything so that we were making the most amount of money, we didn't understand the fine line between financially responsible and practical. So all of a sudden, we have seven cubic meters of packing packing peanuts. And we have thousands of shipping boxes before we even had a customer base to support that type of inventory. Yeah. So looking back, we would have scaled that back. And really started to understand that difference between financially responsible and buying in bulk and doing the right thing that way and what's practical, it would have been easier for us to keep some of that money in liquid capital. And being able to invest that into things like marketing or different lectures um, and just having that capital to grow the exposure to warrant the inventory that we purchased. Yeah, and
1: I, I love it when uh, when we make mistakes in our business because it's the opportunity for us to learn. And from that, there's even more lessons that end up benefiting us uh, in the long run. So uh, thank you uh, for that, Cher Brianna. Uh, Tal, how about for you looking back, what is one thing that you would have had done differently in your business and why?
3: So my co-founder, Tanya Coppin and Fox and I um, have both, most recently been running large companies, right? Our last startups, Tanya is still the CEO of our our last company, Global Resource and Supporters, which is a very large company. And I was coming from iControl, which is a a big company. Uh, And one of the things we needed to do when we started this new company was paper the legal aspects of it, right? Uh, And we went and we hired a very large and well-known law firm to do it. And we spent a lot of money and surprisingly, the documents still needed to be revised by a far less expensive attorney. So I would say, uh, don't buy big names. I think we spent more money there than we needed to. We didn't get the the quality. Uh, Shop quality. And, uh, you know, there are plenty of small practitioners that will almost certainly give you more personalized service and care and not leave you at the end of it with a very expensive, not so well done end product.
1: Yeah, so if you're listening to the show today, uh, from my two successful guests, uh, giving advice on things to do differently, that's why I like this question, uh, to bring it into the panel conversation uh, with some of my guests, is because really this is about people uh, that are listening to the show and how they can gain knowledge uh, from the experts that I bring in, uh, like the two of you. Uh, Brianna, how is running a, a successful business different than you thought it would be?
2: Perfect. So um, honestly, I we really didn't anticipate running 90% of the business while I was running being in COVID. I mean, I don't think anyone can prepare for that. Um, so off the bat, that's the elephant, right? That COVID put a kibosh on everything. Um, but it was slower. And because of that, like our main goal, when we built this business model and we were going to attack it and go out, it was hitting the pavement. It was going to doctor's offices, running lectures, hitting vending events, and then COVID hit and none of that could happen. So yeah. the growth has been A lot less or grandiose than I anticipated. Obviously with the first year and a half, two years, it's going to be slow. You got to build it from the ground up, but COVID on top of that has even slower. So we honestly really learned the importance of recognizing our small victories and understanding that our successful factors are evident. They are clearly displayed in the steps we're taking that we just have to not be so but they're not that big. Oh, well, it wasn't that. They are, and it is growing, and the progress is there, and it's showing the positive trend that we're looking for, um, and we just have to have some appreciation and time for the, the situation that we're all in.
1: Absolutely. Um, uh, that just almost brings a tear to my eye. I'm a, a, a local mortgage expert for, you know, 27 years, but I also have a time management business efficiency uh, company. And my second mind shift in that is rejoicing in your small successes. Just what you said, it's the small victories, it's the small wins because that's what leads you to the big ones. We have less than a minute left. Uh, tall, how is running a successful business different than what you thought it would be?
3: Actually, I, I couldn't agree with you guys more, and that was the, exactly where I was going to go. I think that the the most impactful lesson uh, that I've gotten in a long while, and I give the credit to my uh, my significant other, Susan Brady, uh, is to that the journey is uh, the destination, uh, and and you have to live the journey, and you have to celebrate the moments where there are there's reason for celebration, um, and you can't constantly let your inner critic be a jerk and and uh, stop you from from feeling some joy uh, about the s- steps along the way. So that, that would be my answer to that.
1: I love how we're so like-minded here. Uh, if you're listening to the show today and you have not seen the story of the Chinese bamboo tree you need to listen to that because that's exactly what we're talking here. Uh, it takes the Chinese bamboo tree five years to break ground. And when it break ground, it grows 90 feet in six short weeks. You can actually see the Chinese bamboo tree growing right in front of you. It's what's happening under the foundation that we can't see. You must rejoice in those small victories, those small successes, and those small wins. Otherwise, your Chinese bamboo tree, your business is going to die. So thank you for the panel conversation. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Coming up next on the Money Hour, Budding Entrepreneurs in Cannabis, Brianna Marshall of Urbanology, right here at 1150 AM KKNW.
0: Hey, I've got something for you. If you want to build a strong, long-lasting relationship with your significant other and explore new exciting ways to engage each other, download our.love app today. It's free. Go to our.love and sign up for the latest insights on all topics related to relationships and love, as well as access to our app. Don't forget, it's free. That's our.love. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150 you're listening to the money hour with your host tina mitchell on alternative talk 11:50 a.m now back to the show with local mortgage expert tina mitchell
1: You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, February 12th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can listen to my show on the show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, go to tinamitchellevents.com. I'm your host and local mortgage expert. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today, please call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or online at moneyar.com. And in studio right now for my individual interview uh, with her is Brianna Marshall of Urbanology right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Thank you so much, uh, Brianna, again, for coming into the show. I uh, had a great conversation with you for a panel conversation uh, and excited to uh, have some individual a lot of time with you, with you as well. So, Brianna, can you share a little bit more about your company and what sets you apart from the CBD industry?
2: So, Urbanology is an all organic CBD company um, that is clinically focused. Uh, so, we produce oils, capsules, body butter, and cream. These products not only is the quality, so we can we responsibly source everything. Everything is certified organic. Um, and you can actually pronounce everything on our labels. I know, crazy. Um, but what sets us, what further sets us apart from that, just the quality is we, our core value of our company is educational outreach. So we are. Gung-ho on having consumer confidence, you know, this is a new industry. People are questioning this, that they're not sure where to go, what to look for. So at any time in the weekend, we try to get out there and do lectures in community centers. Um, we do a lot of vending events where we get there. These are the people that we get to meet that don't necessarily have Facebook or Instagram, but could benefit from these products. So we do a lot of um, we get into the towns, we get into the tri-state area and we teach. And if you want to buy our products, amazing. If you don't, at least you have the tools to buy products responsibly that can benefit you because we believe in CBD that much. Um, we, also, uh, we also use uh, different marketing channels that are more valuable or not so much the smoke shop standard of CBD yeah well and you're here
1: you're here spending your valuable time uh with me and sharing with our our listeners and yes if you can come from a place of contribution that's the companies that monetize when you're going out there with commitment to education and uh the best of what the product uh, has to offer um that's you know definitely coming from a place of contribution. So that's wonderful. Uh, Brianna, how did you get into the world of cannabis and CBD? We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, your why and what brought you in, but anything you want to expand uh, on that would be great.
2: Right. So I was personally a pain patient and I still am. I do have flare-ups where I go out um, and CBD has allowed me to manage and function while dealing with that type of pain. Um, And then again, it further goes into, so we touched on my education. Um, I went into that biomedical field. So I went down that path and you start to realize the havoc that these types of pharmaceuticals can have on your body Um, and and it is not helping you. And and we're regimenting pain management. We are not curing it. We are not fixing it. We're not moving towards steps. So with the the combination, of my education, um, and knowing that I wanted to help people and have a type of impact and having this organic shift and understanding that organic solutions were, you can't improve on nature, right? Yeah. So having that, that foundation of understanding that I want to be medical, um, but I want to do it in a way that I can put my head down at night and I, I'm not killing someone's liver and kidneys. Um, so CBD and cannabis was an easy, uh, transition into that organic revolution that we, that I care so much about.
1: Yeah. Great businesses come from people that actually had a need in a big way for that product and or uh, service like you, Brianna. Uh, What market channels do you use and how does that add value to your company?
2: Right. So we market or we distribute our products through reputable health professionals. That can be anywhere from doctors to functional medicine, chiropractor, acupuncture, massage therapist, even down to yoga studios. And the reason that we find that that adds so much value to our product before the person even takes it is that, again, this is a, a new industry. So if you're new, you're not sure, all you know is you think that it's going to get you high and not have these medicinal benefits, you are looking for a health professional to vet these products for you. So then we... My again going back to the education, it actually helped me into this sector because I was the patient and had the medical background that I could communicate to doctors, it helped me this way. And these are the possible benefits that it could have on people around you. And this is the different pathways that it uses within the body. So having that knowledge and the belief in it um, led us to sticking to the health professionals. um, and then the provider trusts the product and believe in the products, the consumer. As, as user confidence, they yeah. trust the product and believe in the product. The benefits are far more impactful when you have that line of trust coming all the way from the farm.
1: Yeah, so, so true and so powerful. Uh, so, what has been your biggest struggles as a young, new entrepreneur?
2: Right. So, the biggest struggles, again, COVID is the obvious answer here. That yeah. is a struggle that even the most experienced business owner didn't anticipate. Um, so that was a huge. You can't one. plan for and, that. that. Right, You can't plan for that. Yeah. And, you, and we're still reaping the, yeah. you know, the effects of it now. And, and and I think for another year or so, we'll probably have that. Um, so that and just being a young entrepreneur is not knowing how to file for sales taxes monthly and not knowing that when to start, when you have to certify this and certify that and just finding out the ins and outs of um, owning a business doing everything by the books um, and and figuring out just how to work smart and not hard. You know, there's resources at your fingertips uh, and go talk to people. Go talk to people, get involved, go talk to business owners. And and just, they have so much knowledge that can just be put right into your business. All you have to do is ask. So that, I mean, that was probably the biggest struggle um, that we had, but thankfully, and we're always going to be, it's always a lesson. It's always a learning experience. And it's never going to stop. Yes. And even just as a young entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, it's going to, my the lessons continue and the learning continues and it only gets better. Yeah.
1: Smart uh, and wise advice. Work smart, not hard. There's always a more efficient way to run a business. It's just like you said, learning through that process and looking uh, for advice from other companies that have done it before. So I always say that none of us come up with our own brilliant idea, right. nobody ever has. They're motivated and inspired by many before them. The brilliance is then taking action, implementing it for yourself, and then going out and sharing it, uh, which we've talked, uh, you're really all about education and sharing everything that you've learned about uh, CDP and cannabis. So what have you found rewarding about
2: owning your own business? I love this question, first of all. Um, There's been so many rewards and some big and some small and some that were obvious and some that weren't so obvious. Uh, The number one is going to be the returning customer. When you have this customer that comes in and you care about this product and you love this product and they come in and it has impacted their life hey, I can knit again, I can deal cards at the nursing home, Uh, you know, I can go to the supermarket um, without my child that happens to be on the spectrum, you know, it helps us get through our day. Those types of impacts are profound. And and that's the most rewarding thing by far. Um, In addition to that, something as small as a positive Google review can make my whole day. Yeah. I just we get there. I call my co the co owner. I call her. I'm Jenna. Did you read the review? We get all excited, you know. Um, something as small as that. It's it's extremely uh, rewarding uh, and probably the the best the best thing in terms of the community is we do a charitable giveaway, which we find a, a person or family that could benefit from these products but can't afford them. So we find these people through different channels. Um, doctors, um, school systems, even just local Intel churches. Some people will tell us like, Hey, this person can really use this, but they don't make enough to support this. So it is kind of a higher price item. So being able to afford to give these products to people in my community, my neighbors and friends that can use them has been amazing. You know, that's, that's an awesome experience. Yeah. And I just you
1: know, so many times in our conversation, uh, you mentioned about the, you know, the small and the wins and the success. And it's so important in the process. I've been doing mortgages for over a quarter of a century. And literally just yesterday, I sent out a uh, an email with a personal video, which I do all the time about what's happening in the bond market, because interest rates have gone out so so much and they're out shopping for homes. And uh, he sent me an email back is not even under contract yet. He's still out there shopping for homes. And he said, oh, my gosh, you sent me a personal video. Thank you so much. I just left you a five star review on Yelp. He's not even he hasn't even closed he hasn't even found a home yet so and i was so happy and that was just one little small thing so a uh, shout out to people that are listening uh whether you own your own business or you work for a company or we are talking about your relationship which is going to be my next uh i uh, guess we're going to talk about love it's rejoicing in those small successes and those wins and that's what brianna has been sharing many times in our conversation um and then giving back you know really um giving back and also you'd mentioned about you know really when you're targeting your perfect client people that need i just got goosebumps when people Need the product and service that you have, you have all of this emotional connection that you are really making a difference in the world. And that's what we all aim to do is to be able to do that. A little so ripples, uh, right? A little ripple. Yes, I know. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Um, what is the best way that you have found to increase your business connections?
2: Hitting the pavement. And what I mean by that is literally, again, going, doing lectures. Going to, I mean, have vending events, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I get out in the community. We do vending events all day where we teach people what to look for in products. You buy our product or not our product. This is what you look for. This is a good product. Um, and BNI, I do a lot of BNI chapters and, and local networking, free, not free. Um, if there's a networking event in the tri-state, I'm um, there. Meeting people you don't know who you're going to meet, when you're going to meet them and how you're going to meet them. But you got to get out there. The information is at your fingertips. And and that's the biggest way to connect with different business owners. And you never know how that's going to impact you um, thereafter. So, I mean, that's probably the, the best way to connect is get out there. Get your face exposure, your logo, wear yeah. your logo, you yeah. know. For those of you who are
1: watching video, you know what she's talking about. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. You will put yourself out there
1: uh, for sure, and look at it as a, an opportunities game, not a numbers game. Number game doesn't sound much, doesn't sound fun. But when you look at it as an opportunities game, it is an opportunities game for me to go out and share with as many people the opportunity that I have to help them. And then also the task is to ask, um, as Brianna said. I mean, she rocks her logo. She's got you know her T-shirt on, and she's doing everything, and she's making that ask of what she has. The task is to ask. If you don't make the ask, the answer is always no. And if you don't ask, we are being a disservice to the people that need us, because how do they know unless we put ourselves out there? So uh, great advice, uh, Brianna. Uh, what are your business goals for 2022 as we're in uh, the second month of our new year?
2: So our biggest goals, we have two goals that we're focusing on this year. And one is to double the amount of health professionals that are providing our products. Um, and with things opening up, We're going to get back in and go to doctor's offices, drop off samples and do those things. So that's we're going to double that number. And the other one is we are going to triple our social media media following. Um, We've found that that is an invaluable tool and we just have to be more consistent. So that's a huge goal is to gain that following um, and keep it consistent uh, and just go forward. Because like you just said, it's keep the opportunities open and the numbers will follow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Brianna, Brianna is just talking about power partner. If you don't know who your perfect power partner for your business is, you need to do that or come into my coaching course, onetimeyourbusiness.com. It's a complimentary eight weeks to hang out with your host uh, on time management, and that was a key uh, key takeaway uh, there. That I hope our listeners, it's your power partner. So we have to wrap up right now my time with you, Brianna. How do people reach you?
2: So the way you can reach us is you can help us reach our goal by following us on Instagram and on uh, Facebook at, at Urbanology H E R B. O-N-O-L-O-G-Y, or our website, urbanology.com. That's, again, H-E-R-B-O-N-O-L-G-Y. And then you can always give us a phone call. Um, Our number is on our website. Even if you have questions about CBD or you don't know where to go, our website has a ton of resources. Or you can just give us a call, and I'd be happy to walk you through any of the steps at any time. Um, And I so appreciate you having us on the show. Um, And I I had a great time, and, and this was a wonderful experience.
1: Well, thank you, Brianna. Likewise, it was great to have you here. And you can always, if you're listening, call the show or go to themoneyhour.com, and I can uh, connect you with uh, Brianna as well. Uh, coming up next on The Money Hour, a unique Valentine's gift idea for you. I have Tal Zlotnitsky of r.love right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: Seattle, Tacoma. Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell.
1: You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 a.m. KKNW, the Saturday, February 12th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on our show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, bringing in studio each week, the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. Uh, now in studio, Tall Zlatnitsky of r.love, and he's here to share a little bit about a unique Valentine's gift idea for you right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, Zal, welcome Welcome back into uh, the show. Thank you for joining.
3: It's my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on again.
1: Yeah. So, can you share a little bit more about your background?
3: Sure. So, I uh, I'm a uh, I was born in Israel, uh, where I was actually a uh, child singing star and television personality. Uh, my parents uh, nevertheless crushed my uh, my dreams of stardom and uh, chose to move to the United States in 1986. I was 12 and a half. Um, it was humbling. I didn't speak the language. Uh, my name was funny and, um, it took some, it took some adjusting, but I was very fortunate to come to an incredible country. Uh, I was supported and loved by English as a second language teachers that, that ensure that I mastered the language and I was able to, uh, eat lunch through things to so subsidize lunch and go to, go to the doctor when I was sick, uh, at a free clinic. So a lot of wonderful things that frankly are not as easy to come by in America today. Uh, in addition to that, I was able to go to college in part thanks to uh, Maryland Senatorial Scholarship. So I, I feel really blessed. From college, I started companies um, as an entrepreneur and I've, I've been doing that pretty much nonstop since I was 18. Uh, my first company failed miserably and I literally blew up. Uh, my last job, I was, I, was, I was doing painting and power washing uh, as a college student and my, my very last job of the day I blew up. I, I was pouring gasoline into a running power washer and uh, oh and, and next thing I know I was being helicoptered at the hospital. So uh, you could have imagined that that uh, set me back a little bit about whether being an entrepreneur is right for me. Um, but ultimately I found myself being drawn right back into it. I, I, I love the opportunity to set a course. I love the opportunity to, to, to create a dream and then bring people along. And I've been extraordinarily blessed in being able to do that multiple times in my career.
1: Yeah, you can't, you definitely can't uh, shut down that passion of wanting to run your own business and do your own thing that is always attached to something that we as an individual visual are passionate about. Um, And obviously uh, your passion, of the new company that you've started now. So let's talk about what is your latest company r.love all about?
3: So our.love is a it's an app uh, but it's more of a an app that's going to become a platform and even in the early iterations of the product so it's available in the App Store as of February 14th and if you haven't been listening before February 14th you can go to our website www.our.love and you can sign up to be among the first people to be notified when it's available And also you have the opportunity to get a free lifetime membership uh, and in other goodies so we would love to see you there and that would be an amazing Valentine's Day gift because it would show your significant other that you are very committed uh, to more and better love because that's what the app's about. So what we did was we brought together some of the best relationship scientists in the world, some of the most esteemed wellness scientists in the world, including Dr. Richard Safir, who's the Chief Medical Director of Health and well-being at Johns Hopkins University, Dr. Wow. Jim Cohn, who's a distinguished professor at the University of Virginia, Dr. Leanne Campbell, Dr. Larry McCullough, uh, who's the founder of one of the uh, world's most uh, premier institutes about the impact of childhood trauma on adult communication which is a huge factor in relationships so we brought together incredible scientists but that that in and of itself is not enough because science can be boring no offense to those of you that love science uh, you know in order for this to work we realized we needed to make it more than just science mm-hmm. so we brought some cutting-edge technology to bear there are some incredible innovations in a marketplace uh and some of them are going to be introduced for the first time ever in our app to a marketplace seeking to increase their love so as an example, we have a, a, within our in our uh, in the app, one of the features in the app is a product that is an emotion detection technology that uses audio biometrics. So effectively, you set a topic, you have a conversation, you set it and forget it kind of thing. But we are listening to your tone and we're listening to your intent and we're listening to whether you're disrupting each other and interrupting each other. Uh, we're listening to how quickly you offer your next answer, which is an indication of how well you are listening. And we're going to give you the opportunity to see how well you're doing. There's going to be a bouquet on the screen. And if you're doing really well, it's going to blossom. And if you're not doing so well, it's going to wilt. And at the end, we're going to give you some amazing data to help you understand what you're doing well and what you need to be doing better. So those are some of the incredible features that we're bringing to bear. Finally, we realized that people want to have fun. And having fun in this day and age is about playing. And so our app is a gamified virtual universe you have a virtual home for you and your partner which you can decorate as you see fit you can add rooms um you can give gifts to your partner and you can play so there are a variety of games some of them are you know more about game than 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 science but for the most part we are extraordinarily uh, vigilant about making sure that everything we introduce to our audience that is about love is 100 backed by sound science so we're not giving you some Quackery. We're giving you solid science, but it's packaged in a way that's easy for you to retain and have fun with and for you and your partner to enjoy. And we're extraordinarily excited to be finally able to take this product beyond the focus groups we've been working on and introducing it to the general public.
1: Well, and if you missed the panel conversation uh, with Tall, one of the uh, the stats that he shared is ten percent of ten percent of relationships are happy. I mean, that's really scary. Eighty percent, actually, that's one of their top things that they want is a great relationship. So, um, so amazing. So, can you share uh, a little bit of the inspiration behind why you started our dot love?
3: Sure, and and because we care about getting the science right, it's ten percent of relationships are both healthy and happy.
1: Healthy and, and happy. The to
3: psychology today study that was released in September of twenty nineteen. Um, the uh, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the <laughs> I inspiration. To get that straight. I really yeah.
1: appreciate the, it. Yeah. The uh, uh, the yeah. inspiration behind uh, starting sure. our our
3: dog Yeah. Dog. So as you might imagine, I don't know if it's coming through at all, but I'm a pretty passionate person, and uh, it's I, coming through. <laughs> Love it. And uh, I've, I've always felt, uh, you know, I've been a very curious person. And, and whenever there was an area in my life where I felt that I wasn't being my best self, I sought out information and knowledge. And, uh, you know, I'd been married very young. Um, and that marriage ended uh, relatively early. And I became a single father of two beautiful daughters. My daughters are now 27 and 23. My oldest is the U.S. Navy. And my, and my oh. daughter, my middle daughter, is about to graduate as a registered nurse. So I'm incredibly proud of both of them. Um, but their mother walked away uh, from, from us when they were very young and that caused a lot of pain. Um, and ultimately I remarried. I, uh, My wife and I raised a beautiful son together along with our two daughters. And uh, and all that was good and well. But in terms of love, I really didn't feel that I, I was a master of it in any sense of the word. I didn't really know, I couldn't name the components of effective loving. I, I didn't quite understand uh, the connection between uh, various components of love. And so I started reading up on it, uh, when my marriage was failing. And, uh, what I discovered was the science is incredibly compelling and very clear, um, not to be controversial. Cause I know not a, climate science can be controversial sometimes, but just as 99% of climate scientists agree on the cause of climate change, 99% of relationship scientists agree on what it takes to do love well. And um. so what it boiled down to was a realization that we're attempting to do love The same way that we've done it forever, meaning in books or magazine articles, or maybe we're asking our friends for their advice, which, you know, obviously ask your friends, but your friends do not have the background, the experience or the understanding. Only 20% of couples go to therapy and they wait on average six years to do it. By which time such damage is caused that many relationships are for all intents and purposes, what I call zombie marriages. They're still together, but the marriage is dead so if your objective is to not get to that point in your relationship if you're in a place in your relationship today where you're thinking you know what we're pretty happy or i I still love my partner i can i can i can access that love but you know we could be better where maybe we're snapping at each other we're not as kind we don't listen as well as we should we don't show as much appreciation we don't spend enough quality time we struggle being vulnerable maybe physical touch is not exactly what we'd like it to be you have an opportunity to get it get it right The beauty of our app is that we are going to introduce you to some amazing science in a way that's wholly accessible and we believe that you're going to find yourself in a different place very quickly. So we're really, really excited about being able to touch so many lives.
1: Well, like I said, you you know you really can't be for your com- uh, good for your community if you're not good for yourself first, and yourself first is attached to your relationships, whether it's your spouse, your kids, uh, your parents, your loved ones. So, who is our love, our uh, dot love for, and and benefits the most?
3: Amazing question. So we are for anyone in a serious relationship that is interested in loving more and better, and it does not matter at this point whether your partner is right there with you the app begins as a single player experience uh-huh. you can add your partner at any time but if you want to just come in and just see for yourself what's there uh improving your own behavior becoming your best self yeah. is a known way to increase your happiness so coming in even if you're in a relationship where you don't think your partner would want to lean in uh, you have the opportunity to improve yourself and have fun while doing it in the app but we ultimately hope that in most instances your partner will come along and we have worked extraordinarily hard at everything that the, the language of the, the of the very explicit uh time that you come to your partner and ask him to join has been thought about and thought about and scratched out and scratched out to get it just right because our objective ultimately is to make it a place that your partner once they come to it will realize wow uh first there is some amazing information that you get within minutes of downloading the app within five minutes of being on the app. We will have you complete a relationship tracker survey. And when you finish that survey, we're going to give you a reading on your relational health across seven critical love skills. So yeah. you're not, you're not in the dark. I mean, it's crazy to me that uh, we know how much money we have in the bank. We know how many steps we've taken. We, um, uh, yeah. you know, but we don't know where we are in our love across really critical love skills. It, it is unthinkable to me that we are experiencing, we're living through our lives in that kind of a fog around something so important. Not only do we not know where we think we stand, we don't know where our partner thinks we stand. We don't know the Delta between where we think we are, and where our partner is yeah. and how can we possibly improve? If you don't know that on curiosity you're rating your relationship a 75 and your partner is rating it a 55, how are you going to improve? You've got to know where your opportunities are and then, we're going to provide you with a, a an easy, fun, creative way to understand what these skills are, to really be able to absorb them into your bloodstream and start to practice them. And we have a high degree of confidence that when you do, you're going to be able to see measurable improvement in your relationship very rapidly. Now, look, ultimately every couple is different. I don't yeah. want to, you know, this is, I'm not I'm not promising a magic elixir. What I am saying though, Is if you're prepared to come in with an open mind, if you're going to put cynicism aside, if you're going to come in and your objective is not to blame your partner or shame your partner or (laughs) rationalize your behavior that's maybe not so conducive to good loving, but you're coming in open hearted, open minded with the intent of finding a way to live a life with more love and more connection, we can help.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it takes anything that you want to improve, and more importantly, to be able to master, it takes work. And it also takes expertise and tools to help you navigate through that process and that's what uh, our.love app seems like you know it's going to provide it provides the tools the expertise the stats the technology and everything to not just level up but over time with the work to master your relationships so we have less than two minutes left uh tal what would we what would you like to leave with my listeners as we wrap up uh today
3: you know, I'd love to I'd love to give one small final example of of why this isn't as hard as you think, right? Because you said the word work and uh and it's you know, people think of it's work and I'm busy and I'm tired and the kids and you know, we'll get to it later. Well, the kind of work we're talking about is gamified for you. So as an example, there's a well known field. Uh there's a brilliant scientist, his book is running my best, BJ Fogg, that talks about tiny habits. And the idea of tiny habits is you know what, if you want to get fit, Do two push-ups every time after you wash your hands, two push-ups. So the point is we will show you a very fun and easy game that helps you remember what it is that you're trying to do at certain moments. For example, let's say you want to remember to ask your wife a question. We can tie that to the act of brushing your teeth, and we will help you reinforce that habit through the game so that every time you brush your teeth, trust me, very soon after starting the game, you will be remembering I need to ask my wife a question if you haven't done it yet that day you know what take the toothbrush right out of your mouth and ask that question so that's how we're going to help people and you know what ultimately you're going to help yourself because you'll you'll recognize you're being successful that you are happy, that it's having an impact and there's nothing more fun than seeing that the hard work you're putting in and again i'm putting hard in quotation marks because it's more fun than hard but you are making an effort and to see it pay off to see it pay off for the person you love most in the world it's hard to put words into what type of impact that will have on your life.
1: Yeah. What's um so have have do fun working to level up your relationship because what's hard is not being happy in a relationship. And that has a ripple effect in a very massive way. So, Paul, thank you so much uh, for joining me on my show and sharing with the listeners. Again, uh, when the show does air on 1150 AM KKNW and our podcast, it'll be up and running. And you can walk well, a couple of days after that. You can go to our.love. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Paul, uh, for coming in. I really appreciate it. And I want to give a, a thank, thank you to uh, both of my guests uh, for being on the show and uh, sharing today. So, thank you. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go to on online to themoneyhour.com. Again, I can get you connected with either of my guests today, Tina Mitchell, your host and local mortgage expert. I have to say goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here on 11:50 a.m. KKNW.
0: Tina Mitchell MLO 145420 is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.